Welcome to the warm-up exercise for the Why My podcast called The Fantasy Restaurant. In here, my guests get to pick their favorite drink, appetizer, main side, and dessert. Quite literally, anything goes. Spencer builds a good one with some uh, JoJo's that take me back to when I was 16, uh, broke, and working at a grocery store. Uh, I'm sure a lot of you can relate, and so I hope you enjoy this meal with Spencer. Spencer, thank you for joining me in the Fantasy Restaurant today. Yes, thanks so much. I'm excited to be here. Excellent, excellent. Well, we've uh, we've had you on the list for quite a while, so I'm glad you were able to actually show up. Having said that, I am your waiter here in the Fantasy Restaurant, so I'm going to be taking your order. And these food items could be stuff from your uh, childhood. This could be something your mother made, your grandma made. This could be something you make today. It could be from your favorite restaurant could be from your favorite fantasy novel or movie. This only has to make sense in your head. And I mean, honestly, even then, I guess it doesn't necessarily have to make sense in your head. But if uh, if it's what you want to go with, I'm down for it. So let's start at the start. What are you going to have to drink? So to drink, and, and also for context, for me at the least, I've thought very hard about how all of these work together. I'm a big basketball guy, and there's something about organizing and structuring uh things around one particular item this first item is not the particular item but everything is all cohesive to build to that thing uh but for a drink i'm gonna have um a glass of satal on a rock a big honking ice rock uh satal is like a like mezcal adjacent liquor from mexico and they have it they have it in texas too there's a place called desert door um that makes it and it's incredible it's very smoky it's very smooth. Um, if you get the more expensive kind, it can get even, um, I don't know, there's something kind of sweet about it too underneath the smokiness and it's just nothing quite like it. And I, I, I love it a lot. It's something you can have with anything. Gotcha. Is that your, uh, is that your go-to like uh, Saturday night drink or if you're out meeting people? Yeah, I would guess so. I guess a lot of places don't have it though too, because I, only had it because somebody else had a bottle of it. It's one of those things where I guess it's better for the home in particular. I'm sure they have it in some restaurants. Whiskey is usually the go-to, just kind of a, if I don't know the place, if I'm I'm unsure of the quality of what they have, at the very least, you must have some kind of whiskey brand name I've heard of. Mm. So something like that usually. But if, if this is the fantasy restaurant, I can get whatever I want. Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to go for the thing. Yeah, I usually have it at home. Um, on a, on again, a big honking rock square circle, triangle, triangle, you know, Pentagon ice, whatever, whatever <laughs> kind of ice thing you want. Um, it's just a really great, uh, one and you're good kind of thing. What's the, uh, what's the, uh, allure of a giant rock of ice as opposed to, you know, smaller cubes? Tell you the truth. I think it's probably worse for the alcohol because it just melts faster and there's more ice. So uh, maybe it's just the like. Oh, I've seen people in the movies drink it with these. <laughs> and so I, being the eventually famous person I'll become, Absolutely. must have one. Yeah. So I, I don't know. There's something kind of just like mysterious about it. I, a big honking ice rock. I also like when they have the restaurants, like, do you want an ice rock? And you're like, yeah. And you see them carve it up for you. There's something like, there's something kind of, oh, I'm spending more money for no reason, but that's kind of part of the experience. I'm yeah. spending more money because I can't. But, that's exactly um, what I was thinking. It adds to the experience. Oh yeah, absolutely. All right, rock and roll. All right, cool, man. Uh, well, we've got the the drink sorted, so now we're going to move on to the appetizer portion. Are you adventurous? Are you not? I mean, what are you going to go for? 
simple, again, building blocks or getting to the the peak part of this meal. Um, I love a good appetizer veggie, specifically Brussels sprouts. I love Brussels sprouts, roasted Brussels sprouts with like a balsamic drizzle of some kind or honey or some kind of a um, gucky thing you can put on it, something that makes it tasty. <laughs> So when you say roasted, what's what is what does perfectly roasted look like? Because I've seen some where they almost look like they're burnt, and I've seen some where they don't that's look like too much. All that's right. too much. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like a when we make them at home. I guess the best way I like to describe it is one side is really seared and crispy, but the rest mm. can be kind of only a little bit roasted. That that at least for me, there's a texture thing of crusty top part, the flat part usually because you know you slice them in half. So like nice sear on the top and then just as you get into it, just veg, boom. That's right. the good stuff. I'm here for it. I'd give it a go myself. Let's uh, let's move you right along to the interstitial period is how I always describe it, right? Because there's that weird lull between your appetizer when your main dish actually gets there. Um, this is, I mean, arguably, this is the fantasy restaurant, so you can dictate how long that time frame is. This is entirely up to you. Um, but I it could be instantaneous. I could, I could, since it's the fancy thing, it's like, here we go. Yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, they, it could be just as soon as you finish something, they put something else right in your hand. I mean, this is entirely up to you. Um, this is an incredible place. No longer have been, no wonder I've been waiting so long to get into this place. <laughs> the wait has highly, been worth it. Highly sought after. Highly coveted. <laughs> uh, this is like, uh, it's like the menu. If you've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. I Everybody. love that movie. That's I, in my top three of the year. I don't know I how you felt about it. I adored that movie. Like it was like, it hit all these weirdo buttons in my brain. I loved it. I thought it was and not so to good. tangent too long on it, but I, I understand the criticism of the film being, oh, I mean, it's pretty obvious. Like the, the meaning of the movie, not that deep, seems kind of lame. As to me, it has nothing to do with the meaning of the movie. It was so much more about the tone setting and the interactions between the characters. And there was something reflecting on the movie I could again you could understand where we're coming from but when you're watching it it has like a, a clue the movie vibe of it mm. where there's a, only the language of the movie makes sense when you're seeing it and I really love that movie it's also shot very beautifully and a friend oh. of mine worked on it he was on the, the crew of it so there's also a little personal bonus of love for it that's cool yeah I mean I loved I love the atmosphere of it the tone um I love the way it pulled me from one thing and also I love I, this is why I do podcasts because I love people telling me a story and it felt like there were these little interludes where, uh, you know, when the main character was talking about his motivations for each course of the meeting, like he was telling me a story that was really, I don't know, it just, it would suck me in. And then we would go into, you know, whatever was going to happen in that scene. And then and not to spoil it, but she, no matter what kind of opposition that was to his plan, or the main character confronting him about it, he still stayed true to the decision he made about it. And there's something kind of admirable and odd about that character in that way. You you think about a movie, oh, the conflict, he's going to change his mind or he's going to up the ante. That dude stuck to kind of like we're doing right now, stuck to his menu. And there's something kind of uh, satisfying about it in that kind of way. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, it for on one hand, it felt very um, uh, on rails. Right. Like mm. he had a plan, he was executing the plan, but he also left that little space for improvisation and he allowed that to kind of happen while everything still moved ahead. And I, I enjoyed that aspect of it as well. Me too. Yeah. Anyway, digress. We're moving back to uh, 
the bread slash salad slash soup portion. Do you want any of that? Some of that? Are you? This, uh, this are you is a side kind of thing I can get. Well, it's just in between the appetizer and the main. You know, they mm. bring you a little something. So here's here's the zag. This is the thing the meal has all been building to for me, and it's something very hyper specific to. I guess growing up in Oregon, there's a grocery store called Hagen's that I used to go to. And they had, you know, one of those deli type to do about you can get, you know, chicken or, you know, just Americana, easy, cheapo, let's go, it's hot, eat it right now kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, there's a thing called a Jojo, which essentially is just a potato wedge. It's just a really thicko potato wedge. Um, I would get like a pound and a half of Jojo's and go to town. It There was something so, speaking of what we were just talking about, so simple. So on the rails, so this is what it is. And uh, man, uh, so satisfying. You can have it with like spicy ketchup, barbecue sauce. I mean, again, it's just a potato wedge. But also the fact that it's called a Jojo. And every time I try to talk <laughs> to people about it, they look at me like I'm at a fantasy restaurant talking about, oh, you know, the spoligonon, you know, or some fake food they've never heard of. Um, and all the while, it's one of the most simple, satisfying if I'm really hankering for just eating a lot of food and feeling like I've gained three pounds instantaneously, which at the time when I was young, I would lose weight after eating a pound and a half of JoJo's because when you're that age, that's just what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I I crave it all the time. I haven't had it since I was a kid. Um, this is the the main star of the meal for me, actually, because there's something kind of, again, you're waiting so long for the main or all the other stuff, but also it's just... Very snackable and very satisfying. All right. So I, uh, as a kid, I worked at a grocery store and we had kind of a little deli counter. It was uh, a Winn-Dixie's was the, mm -hmm. the chain. And so for lunch, sometimes I would go over there and I would, I would get stuff. And they had potato wedges and I would get potato wedges as well. And I don't know, they had been kind of sitting out for a while. So they were sort of like dry, but not dry in like the exterior. Moist, kind of but also not moist. Yes. It was some weird dichotomy. I don't Has know. Has this how been here since yesterday or is this, <laughs> was this made two minutes ago? It's yeah. probably the same texture. It had kind of like a season salt, I guess on the outside, they were kind of like a little bit, maybe orange. Or were they thick? Orange. Were they like, kind of like almost like they look like a carrot or a slice of cake kind of thing? It was, it, I mean, some of them were, and some of them weren't, it was kind of a mixed bag. You'd kind of get a little bit of everything there, but, uh, they were really delicious. They were good hot. They were good lukewarm. They were good cold. So it was kind of however they happened to come off the deli counter at the time. Uh, they were pretty good and I would eat them. Like almost probably three times a week. I would probably eat those things. Yeah. So. Everything you said, just there's something so... And also, again, inexpensive. Even at the, even at the fancy yeah. restaurant, I'm trying to make sure I'm under budget. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> I want to make sure... I'm not, you know, I don't want to make sure no one's paying for me. I don't want to have to Venmo somebody more money, even though I got the, you don't want to, you want to make sure that you're being respectful of the group or to yourself and being like, you know what, I can get something I like without, you know, worrying about my finances. No, Love I mean, JoJo's. As you say, the, the fantasy restaurant also offers an option where you don't have to pay anything, but oh. it's kind of like a monkey's paw scenario. So you never quite know what the repercussions are. I feel... I would be guilty and also horrified my entire life and wondering when the karma was going to bite me for that. <laughs> I'm not taking the free deal. I, I'm sorry. I know it's yeah. too, it's literally too good to be true, 
meaning it is too good to be true. I'm not yeah. gonna, I'm not taking I, that. You're, I mean, it's good on you. It was it was pretty dangerous. I'm not sure because basically in the back they spin a wheel to see what happens, and so it could have literally been. Ooh, anything. no, 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 no. Yeah. I'm out. I'm out on that. <laughs> All right. So it sounds like we skipped the in between. We went right to the mains. So are the JoJo's your? Are you considering that your main dish? No, that's the side. I, I want to respect oh, okay. the categories, the but there's something like. The whole team was built around this. I picked all the things to make sure that this made sense. I don't know. At one point when I was thinking about this, I was like, oh, I'll just pick my favorite foods. But there's something kind of shish kebab in that way where it sounds great. But then when you look at it, you go, I, I don't know, man. I, if I bite this and then eat this, is that going to pair well together? I'm all about a meal is about pairing stuff well together for me at the very least. So I wanted to make sure I had to pick JoJo as the first pick in this category but then everything else was surrounded to make sure that it satisfied that that hankering gotcha all right so we've got we've got our jojos that's our our primary side would you would you see potato wedges are you always comparing them to your jojos is it you get it you you eat a potato wedge and you're trying to see if it no because it's it's what you were describing about the deli experience i know it's never gonna really even if you went to a michelin three-star restaurant and they or the menu restaurant and they tried to recreate it there's something about being under the the, the the crappy fluorescent lights of a grocery store at like a little too late in the day to be ordering this kind of food like 7 p.m <laughs> and um just getting it going home and we would often get it uh, and then watch them like make what we call forts where you put a blanket on the ground as your table we had a table but it's like we have to be three inches from the TV. This is what we're doing here. You make your little blanket mm -hmm. table and then you eat your food right in front of the TV or play video games or something. There was something kind of uh, about that specific experience. So to answer your question, no. I mean, you, you, there are amazing other potato wedges. I'm not going to discredit uh, fancified potato wedges, but it's not the same as the kind of soggy, kind of kind of crusty, kind of every texture mm -hmm. you can think of all at once. Jojo's. <laughs> all right. All right. So... That's our side. That's our, uh, that's the uh, the castle walls we've built, right? So that's our, our, our fortification there. What are we going for uh, for the main dish? A burger. Just a simple burger. Again, you got to stay simple and sure to yourself. I always think, I always change what my favorite food is throughout my life. I don't know if you do this where you're like, yeah, oh, I, sure. salmon. I love salmon. Salmon is my favorite food now. But I'm not eating salmon like all the time. Pizza for a long time. I love, and I still love pizza. Pizza is like a 1B. So I thought about that. Um, but there's something about a burger that, again, a lot of different textures, a lot of different flavors, a lot of different options. Versatile, uh, dynamic. Um, I could this... pop off like three different burgers right now and they'd all like fit in this meal. I guess for this exercise, um, there's a food truck, which you absolutely, the next time you're in Austin, you have to go to Leroy and Lewis. It's a barbecue truck. And they make a burger and the meat is brisket. It's just like the little nubbins of brisket all formed into it. Yeah, I see, I see your eye. Yeah, I yeah. popped up a little bit. I'm intrigued. Yes. <laughs> for for the listeners of this audio format, uh, Greg's eyebrow went up. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's there's I I've had many burgers. I've had many like barbecue adjacent burgers. Hmm. Man, uh, brisket as the burger can't quite figure out why I'd never had that before. It was incredible. And and then all of the normal fixings, like that you don't have to get fancy with burgers, you know, onions, tomatoes, pickles, cheese if you want, simple. Um, there's something really satisfying and 
hearty. Again, you need that like meat hearty protein part of a meal that makes you feel I'm full. I did it. Here we go. Uh, so yeah, like just a simple burger. All right. Simple burger, onion, tomato, pickle. How about the uh, the bun? Are you doing just a, a plain simple bun? You doing a potato bun? You doing oh, a potato bun, I would suppose. Yeah. I mean, that's only like, let's go, let's pay the dollar extra, get the potato bun. It's it's pretty good. Or sometimes you can throw jalapenos on them. I, that's the only like, oh, you know, that I'll do with getting a burger. Um, Austin's pretty notorious for having wacky burgers, like Phil's Burgers. We've ever been there before. It's like mm-hmm. a local chain. They have one based off like the neighborhoods in Austin. Um, there's one for seven eight seven oh four. It's jalapenos, onions. It's very like spice spiceified. I guess is the best way to describe it. And it's not like overly spicy, but it's not something I would ever imagine wanting with a burger. And then you can you're and you're you're pretty intrigued. But yeah, um, I'll go with the potato bun. All right, potato. Let's bun. go. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So we find ourselves at the conclusion of the meal. And it's time for the dessert, dessert, I guess, really what um, I'm letting my mind kind of wander here and trying to, to guess. So it's kind of a fun part for me is, uh, you know, to try and anticipate what the, the guest is going to get. I mean, as a good waiter, I should be able to anticipate your every want and need. Right? Yeah, so you've got you've got the roadmap. You've seen the tendencies. You've seen yeah. the, the gluttony that I've <laughs> created so far. I'm wondering uh, if we're going to take a, a hard right. But uh, what are we getting for the dessert? Um, I, I want a raspberry sorbet. Raspberry I think the sorbet. word simple has been a theme of this meal. But also, I love raspberries. I, I, it's my favorite fruit. Um, whenever it's on the menu in some form or fashion, I, I gravitate towards it, whether it's like a cheesecake to do about or something like that. Um, but I love sorbet. I think desserts, people, 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 I have found, I don't mean to, to, to judge others. <laughs> you already ate a lot of food. Are you going to get a crazy dessert? That's also might as well be its own meal. I don't know. You're not going to finish it. You take it home. You think, oh yeah, I'll definitely eat this later. Mm-hmm. It's never as good later. Sorry. Other the other parts of the meal might be. The JoJo's, like you said, you can eat them cold. We're good to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to eat just a small, simple dessert and raspberry sorbet is what I'm going to go with. A nice tart, soft, not ice cream, but nice little fine finish on the mouth, cleans everything out, and uh, and you don't feel like you're wasting anything. Yeah. And also with the sorbet, it's like super light. So if you've eaten a really heavy meal, this feels like such a light that's what i was thinking i was trying to think of uh, a way to make myself feel better about the amount of food i've already eaten to this point i recognize that uh i've probably uh gone too far (laughs) um and and again raspberries are very special to me personally and i find the flavor in them in anything is always fantastic very nice i've also heard that um if you're really full, a little bit of sugar can kind of relax your stomach. Ooh. So make you not feel quite as full, which can also be bad because then, you know, you could, you know, eat more. This must have been whatever you found was written by somebody who just wanted an excuse of why they're eating a lot of sugar with everything <laughs> they're eating. They're like, no, man, like it's definitely something that's going to help pull it all together and you'll, you'll, it's healthier. Yeah. I've also heard you're like supposed to drink like hot tea after a meal or something like that, but I'm not, I'm not doing that. My family's pretty notorious for having coffee after a meal. But long ago, longer ago, I don't think this is true any longer. Mostly because you can't sleep if you do, if you yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I used, but I used to do that too. I used to have like a cup of coffee and after dinner, 
um, or like, uh, like, you know, like a little copy over vanilla ice cream, which can be really, really, really yummy too, but too, too much caffeine at this point in life. Well, there is such a thing as decaf or is that sacrilegious? No, Ooh. <laughs> no, <laughs> just, I do something. Uh, I am definitely a caffeine addict, so I would, it's the, I would know the difference kind of thing. Sure. Um, I've tried before. I've definitely wanted the taste, which I prefer coffee for the flavor. Um, but there is something kind of empty about not having that little, you know, kick at the end of it. So gotcha. it's like, uh, it's like having your giant, uh, rock of, uh, ice in your, uh, drink. It's experiential, right? It's like, you know, that it's not there, so it's affecting it. I'm going to try to find a way to make oddly shaped giant ice. Now I think I'm going to make like a parallelogram or like, a some, I'm going to try to find a way to make different shaped ice and tell you about it later. Octo, octo, octo ice, where it's eight, eight sided ice or something that like that. Cool. Or, um, I'm thinking if you had like a silicone mold of like the dino nuggies, like that would be pretty fun to have a little dino nuggie floating in there. That would be cool. I read something that was like, you should make your ice out of the thing you're drinking. So if you have iced coffee, make your ice just frozen out coffee. And that way it doesn't dilute it. But the dilution also, I don't know, it's a part of the experience where it's like, do you yeah. really need that much acidity? Do you really need that much alcohol? I'm but, drinking, I'm drinking uh, like, uh, you know, in Texas, we're tea drinkers, right? And mm -hmm. so uh, unsweet tea, there's some places where if you drink it without a little bit of the ice melted, it's just, it's almost like too strong. It's like unbearable. So it's like, sometimes that helps you get the balance you're looking for. Mm, I never thought about that way. Yeah. Dino Nuggy Ice. Uh, that's, if I were to go back to the fantasy restaurant, I would ask for that and I would make them carve it in front of me. Not that you were talking about making like a silicone mold. I want them to carve it. <laughs> All right. We'll have some expert uh, ice carvers uh, do it. That way they can do it rapidly. So I might consider the free deal if that's true. I might sell myself for the freebie <laughs> trading. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, well, let me uh, let me read your menu back. Make sure I didn't screw anything up so that the kitchen does it correctly. Perfect. We're going to start out with, and I believe it was pronounced Satal. Yes. Yeah. On uh, an interesting shaped giant chunk of ice. Uh, it uh, It's going to help us transition over to our appetizer, which is Brussels sprouts. We're going to cut them in half. They're going to be roasted and just the right amount of crisp on top balsamic drizzle and oh, yeah. uh, on half of them honey drizzle on the other half so Let's you do can it. kind of mix and match you can go back and forth then we're going to serve the side first and we're going to make a huge production of it i mean there's going to be a fortress it's uh it's basically like a lincoln log cabin built of jojos straight from uh, hagen's and then we are uh, i mean true to fashion there'll be all different temperatures and textures Right. It can't be symmetrical. So it's the last gonna... one will somehow be the warmest one in a very concerning, <laughs> like alarming way. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, then we're going to have for our main, like inside the log cabin, once you expose it, right, eating some of the JoJo's, uh, we'll have just a simple burger. And uh, are we doing the, the Leroy and Lewis one? Is that what we're going to go with? Let's go with that. You know what? Let's go full um, gluttony on that one. All right. Onion, tomato, pickle. Um, I'll have a little bit of jalapeno on the side because I never know, right? It's like, like spice to taste. So I don't, I don't want to assume how much spice. 100%. Put one in if you like it. And then if not, like at least you have them on the side, maybe somebody else wants them for something else they're eating. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's, you know, it's questionable. Like my level of spice is probably definitely not yours. Uh, we're going to do a 
potato bun, and I'm gonna toast it just on the inside. Just the inside is gonna be toasted. A little bit of that uh, that uh, clarified butter spread on there. Oh no! Throw it on the grill after we toast it, so it's kind of like double toasted. Then it's on there. I'm so hungry. <laughs> I'm so hungry. Dude, I haven't eaten yet either. Oh man! <laughs> and then uh, to to finish it all off, we're gonna do a nice raspberry sorbet. Not too hard, not too soft, perfect texture. And believe it or not, it stays that texture all the way through. Uh, so it's a good palate cleanser. Is that uh, does that seem correct? Did we get everything right? That's my starting lineup. That's the that's my my top five starting lineup of all time. You can't go wrong with any of those options, but you need all of them together to make it happen. To make it a miracle. Um, you uh, you you sound pretty happy with the meal. Are you happy? I'm so I'm so stoked. Again, audio format. I'm, my smile is to my eyebrows. It is. <laughs> I'm so stoked about this. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for joining me in the fantasy restaurant today. Thank Spencer. you so so much. <laughs>